0: I'm gonna begin this time with a story instead of closing. Uh, Thomas Edison was an inventor we know of, and he had a shop. In his shop he kept some Havana cigars. And, for, and people would just go by and grab the cigars. He didn't charge them for it. It wasn't selling, they'd go by and grab it. But he became irritated that he didn't have a cigar to smoke when he wanted one. And he's looking for a solution. They said, well, lock the box and let's don't do it. And he didn't want to do that. So him and the secretary said, "Well, look, let's buy some uh, cigars that's rolled with cabbage leaves and keep there fake cigars for everybody to get. So you'll have your avannas." So he agreed to that, and a long time went. He forgot they had this discussion until he didn't have his avana cigar <laughs> there. that Somebody had gotten. He said, "I thought we talked about getting these fake cigars." And he said, "We got them, and I gave them to your manager." And along this time, they didn't share this with the manager and the manager had packed the cigars to go on the trip and he found this out and he started laughing. He smoked every one of the fake cigars and didn't know it. So I say that to say he smoked the fake cigars, he didn't know the real. How many people in the world do you think hearing fake truths, (laughs) they don't know the truth from not true? How many people is being misled? How many people do you know, that come in contact with in your work, life, whatever that you hear, make statements? And I know that's kind of prompted Jace to talk about what he talked about, make statements that you know is not true. They're misled, and you can try to try to help them out. And sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. But the fact is, we're surrounded by untruth, and we have to be able to uh, determine the truth from untruth. So we're going to talk about a little bit this afternoon about not being misled. You know, we can be misled when we buy products. We can be misled with the associations we have with people at our places of work. Uh, we We can mislead ourselves like Thomas Edison did and smoke fake cigars and think they're real. You know, all those are earthly things. But when we're misled in the truth of God's word and the gospel... That's eternity. So if if we allow somebody to pull us away from the truth, we're 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 living a life that's not in following untruths that was set by God, then we will suffer eternity. You know we read we're to gain Christian knowledge for when for when for the time ye ought to be teachers ye have need that one teach you again which. Be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are and become such as have need of milk and not strong meat. For everyone who useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them, or they are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You know, early in our Christian walk, we're compared to babes. Babies get their nutrition from milk, but as the babies grow and... And, and need more nutrition, they, they begin to eat the vegetables, the meat, and get the nutrition they need to be able to grow. Christians are the same thing. At first, we know the ABCs, the basic principles, but we're to study God's word and gain knowledge so that we can teach higher principles to others and become stronger each day. So we may, so we may be able to discern both good and evil. When I was a child, I spoke, spake as a child or understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I came a man, I put away childish things. Just as we grow up as individuals, we mature and mature. We need to mature as Christians and keep moving forward, gaining knowledge and learning higher principles that God has written for us so we can be better servants and be fruitful servants to him. We don't need to regress. We need to progress. We read here, we need to be vigilant. This was given to the leaders of the church. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost had made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he had purchased with his own blood. For I I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speak perverse things to draw away disciples after them. We're not immune from people trying to pull us away from the truth. We need to search the scriptures for the truth and, and obey them. Society's become fast-paced and loaded with information, and not knowing the scriptures can lead us to follow untruths instead of the truth. You know, this was written in, in, uh, for the leaders of the church, but within these walls, I feel protected. If, some, if I say something wrong, he's going to be up here fixing it. I believe that. But as individuals, when we're out in the world, we need to know the truth. We need to be able to live the truth. And we need to be able to tell others about the truth. And then bring people into to the, to Christ, bring people to Christ. But we need to be vigilant at all times. If if there's a warning to the church, you know what's going on outside the church in the world. If we read this warning for a time will come when they do not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust, shall they heap themselves, <clears throat> heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned in, in the, and shall be turned unto fables. You know what school, and I'm not going to call the agencies. If I if I have a question, I call someone sometimes, and this is a joke and it's the truth too. I probably shouldn't tell it. I get this answer, and if it's not the answer I want, what I do? wait 20 minutes and call back again and ask it in a little bit different way to see. What I'm doing, I'm searching for something to justify what I'm doing. And that's what it's saying here, there might come a time that we wanna hear things that we wanna do is right when they not be and we quit searching the truth for the truth and we're looking for what we want. Uh, So we heap themselves teachers having itching ears and we'll turn away our ears from the truth. Those who do not seek the truth will find something that's not true. Know the spirit of the truth. Beloved, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby, hereby know ye the spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth That Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is God and every spirit that confesseth not confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh and is not God. And, And this is that spirit of the Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard it should come and even now already is it in the world. The world continually tries to lead us the wrong way. We have choices in our lives that we make every day. And we need to keep the truth close to us so we're making godly choices and choices pleasing to him. And I think in society, this really gets muddled. I heard this week was sitting there talking and a little kid got sent to the principal's office. And it wasn't the first time. But this time they called the parent because this was about the third time. And the kid really didn't like what he was going to get in trouble for. And uh, so he sat down and... And the principal had the child tell what was going on. And the, did you do this? Yes. Did you do this? Yes. Did you do this? Yes. And the dad said, well, I don't see what the issue is. Did I tell you if you did these things, this is what this punishment you're going to get? Yes. <laughs> well, why did you do it? Did you not believe it was going to punish you? No. I didn't believe you were. See, we live in a society, there's boundaries. But they're gray. <laughs> And, and in society, sometimes, uh, this like I used for instance, the highway, it says 75. But I've had highway patrolmen say, we're not going to stop anybody less than five miles over the speed limit. So to drive 73 or 76 or 77, it's gray. You know, when it comes to God's word, the truth and untruth, there's truth and not true. There's things we have to follow and do, just as he said, And we have to do it. And if we're not, we're not following God's will. And I think in society, sometimes knowing uh, the spirit of the truth is very important. And people need to understand there's no gray lines. It's black and white, truth and untruth when when talking about the gospel in our Christianity. We can read false teaching can create divisions, but, but there... Were false prophets also among you, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable, damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring, them, bring upon themselves swift destruction. <clears throat> in this verse, heresies means sect. The definition was sect. And the definition of sect means to break away from a religious organization, to break off from the main group. You know, the devil wants to create any doubt in our mind he can about the truth. Any doubt in our mind. And I think about this, a small something can start off small like pulling a piece of thread that's loose. And then my cuff fall off because I keep pulling. You know, we can have something small happen that cause a little bit of division. and, And you keep picking at it and before too long we have our own different thoughts we we divide it into two different groups or we have our own thoughts and we have to be careful not to let people divide us into sects. we read of this in Acts 15 but there rose up a certain up certain of a sect of the Pharisees which believed saying that it was needful to circumcise them and them being the Gentiles and command them to keep the law of Moses and we read in verse 7 and when There had been much disputing. Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how what a good while ago God made a choice among us, that the Gentiles by mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God which knoweth the hearts, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us. You know, there was a sect of the Pharisees that wanted to add part of the old law, to the New Testament church. And after debate, much debate, Peter rose up and reminded them that the word of the gospel and that they were not abiding by the whole gospel, that they didn't have to, that they were trying to follow the old law also. Some use Christianity seeking personal gain. If any man teach otherwise and and consent not to the wholesome words, Even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to the godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words. Whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness from which withdraw thyself, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. Christians need to strive to follow the example of Jesus. Jesus. Jesus came and lived a humble life of service. He was going around about doing his father's work. Others sometimes use, a, use God's word to try to twist it to be built up in the eyes of men, thinking this is being gained to them. But we see here that that's not pleasing to God, that he said... being. But godliness with contentment is great gain. We need to beware of traditions of men. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Sometimes we make mistake traditions of men and we mistake traditions of men as God's truth, and that should never be the case. You know, I told a story a while back. I don't know how long ago, about I had a ride, and I visiting with a gentleman about, about doctrine and church because he didn't go, to, when, didn't go to the Church of Christ. And we got to the Lord's Supper. I thought, this is cut and dry. I, I just, and I, I try to learn about different doctrines and, and what they believed. And so I think that's important so we can try to show them the truth to know what they view as truth. Uh, and I asked him I said well, how often do you do the Lord's Supper and he said I think quarterly or something I said well how do you get around the first day of each week <laughs> that commandment he couldn't answer and it, here's, here's the answer I got well I don't believe everything that we do and I think I told you I had the look on my face I didn't handle it right I wish I'd have been like Peter and said whoa whoa what do you mean and just pulled, in, pulled over the car and, and talked to him But I said, well, I don't know that I could do that, not believe in what I was doing. And I'd probably talk to them, so I'd have an answer at least for why we do it quarterly and why we don't follow what it says. And then we went on driving, discussing other things. And I I think back to that conversation, I don't think I was bold enough. (laughs) I really don't. Because that says in the Bible, word for word, first day of the week. And I should have been a little bolder. And that time passed, and it's like uh, we heard this morning. We need to take opportunity when we have it. So I'll just next time I'm going to try to take the opportunity and do a little better. I did contradict, but I don't think I was bold enough. When to to keep from falling into the traditions of men, false teachings, and and false preaching and division. We need to always follow God's word. But though, but. Through or but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you other than that which we preach have preached unto you, let him be accursed, as we said before. I say it now again if any man preach any other gospel unto you than the one ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be. The servant of Christ. Here, just just like you and I, even the angels from heaven, they're told not to preach any other gospel other than the one from God. And here we see we cannot be a servant of God or or servant of Christ in any other way other than preaching his gospel. So we need to always seek the truth and follow the truth. We need to study scriptures daily. These that were more noble than those in Thessalonica and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Knowing the scriptures, know the scriptures so we can make the choices that are pleasing to God with the ability to answer questions and we have the ability to answer questions that others may have concerning the gospel of Christ. We can help others understand that are misled and help them understand the truth. You know the Bible, I put this in here. We read that the Bible is writings, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. We need to be aware of the effects of the world and it has on our daily lives. Our attitudes, our actions our service to God. We don't need to become bitter with what we hear and lose compassion for each other love for each other, or the desire to spread the good news of Jesus to others. The way to keep from being misled in the world is know the Bible. That's what we need is the Bible and teachings of the Bible. The scriptures given to us by the inspiration, inspired, inspiration of God and profitable for us, each of us. I was talking to a, a gentleman about our community. This was probably about 15 and maybe longer years ago. I probably hate to say that. It was a long time ago. And we were sitting here going, I had everything fixed. Shamrock needs this. They need to do this. And those people ought to do this. And and if they'll do this, it'll be fixed. And, boy, we we, we had it solved. And we went along a while, and I looked at him. I said, who are they? (laughs) I finally heard myself. I said, who are they? well, you know, I said, well, you know, I was probably, I'm shooting. I'm aging myself bad now. 40 at the time and the guy's about six years older than me. And they had always been my dad and his friends. <laughs> and we're talking about the elders of the community, they ought to do this. And I looked at him, I said, you know, they ought to be us. <laughs> it's easy to sit back and tell what other people should do. You know, in the world, we live in, a, it, I don't have to say, and I told Garland coming up here, I said, you can tell what's on every one of our minds because this is what we're talking about. You know, the world's in chaos at times. And it's crazy out there. It's comforting in here. And that's why we need to be here. It's comforting. And it's chaotic. And people are misled, and it's easy to get misled. But who's going to teach the misled? Are they or us? That's the reason why it's important that we learn the truth, know the truth, and when we hear something wrong, be bold enough to speak up about it. I'm talking to myself because I gave the example. I spoke up, but I wasn't bold enough because people's souls, souls, people are in danger of spending eternity. Souls are at stake. So my encouragement is, and everybody in here is a young person to me, don't rely, don't rely on them or they. Be you. You make the change. You spread the word, you make the difference. You keep somebody from being misled and losing her soul, souls to hell in hell for eternity. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you'd like to know more about this subject or any other Bible topic, send us a message at our Facebook page, The Church of Christ Wheeler Area.